This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network. This is the show where Billy and I tackle a topic oh so loosely and discuss our previous, present, and future experience with it. Today's topic was Ford Focus Rally America, and our guest was Clayton Early. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Okay, welcome back. This is the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustig. And today on the episode, we have one of our oldest friends. You have old friends? Uh, this is actually one of the oldest friends. He's 96 years 96 old. 96 today. Happy uh, birthday. It's funny enough, Adam, we have never had a member of Harvard Sailing Team on the No Joke Podcast. Holy shit, that's the case. Isn't that odd? We featured music from Harvard Sailing Team. We yes. certainly discussed the history of our sketch comedy group, right? what we're up to now. But well, we, I guess we haven't had a member in the flesh. Well, it took 40 episodes. 40? Yeah. It took 40 episodes for us to realize that. Our best friend on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But now he knows where he ranks, at least, in terms of our favorite Harvard Sailing Team members because he's the first one invited. That's right. But you're our 40th favorite person in general. Right. Um, (laughs) This is usually where we start giving uh, everyone's credits and all the things. You share every single credit that we share. We've done everything. You know him from every shared memory of our life. Right. Harvard Sailing Team, for the past 15 years of our life, he's our good, intimate friend. Right. He's my favorite performer on Harvard Sailing Team. Our good friend, Clayton Early. Hey, Clay. Hi. There you go. Number 40, number one. <laughs> number 41. Who's your favorite member of Harvard Sailing Team and who's your least favorite? Good question. Right at the <laughs> Wow. So we're just going to jump right in. <laughs> <laughs> or just, yeah, yeah. Like, who um, who do you like more, me or Billy? Um, <laughs> I think we know the answer to that. I think we know the answer to that. Adam. I think we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Adam. Ah, no. I wasn't, I I wasn't fishing for that. I think what's great about Harvard Sailing Team is that we all already know the answers <laughs> yeah, right. to all the questions. Yeah, and so it's true. like you're not going to be shocked or offended. I guess that's true. I know where I rank with every member. Yes. Yeah. Um, where in do our... you rank with Sarah Taylor? I would say probably number one. Okay. No. Ooh, one, number or, one, one or two. Well, you're probably number one. Okay. I would say I'm probably number two. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You well, you relate to Sarah on a fantasy football level, uh, beyond just a comedy level. You and Sarah have yeah, I'd say so. Comedy. There's a lot of common ground there. Yes. I feel like I have a big brother vibe with Sarah Taylor sure. for sure. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. Well, this is the No Joke Podcast, and in this podcast, we like to take one topic and over the course of three acts, talk about our past history, our current history, and our future history with it. Yes. This episode's a little different because you guys once did something together. Yes. Mm-hmm. That I think will require three acts in and of itself to kind of talk about yeah this is something of a very special episode of no joke yeah um this was a topic that was yes okay so clayton maybe we can just describe the context for you and i going on what we're going to talk about this episode which is the ford focus rally right america focus rally america America. they included america at the end yeah it was called focus rally Rally america America. was there any other international versions of this show also taking place don't think there was an international version definitely it was just ford focus rally america Mm -hmm. there was no ford focus rally argentina across america that's right across tea okay yes and similar to budweiser it's helpful just to include america in your branding Mm -hmm, just so americans know it's for them okay so we talked we you you teased uh what the episode's about what is the ford focus what was the ford focus rally it was a road race yes i mean for all intents and purposes it was a road race or it was appeared to be that Mm -hmm. but this it was a road it was a giant commercial yes for ford for the new ford focus it was like the new body that was coming out and it was disguised as a road race with like 
teams who were like couples or friends, like racing across the country yep. in the car, yep. like showing off how cool and fun and interactive the car was. And, yes. and when was. was this? This was January of 2011, mm-hmm. if you can believe that. I so believe more, it. maybe five. Jesus Christ, five and a half years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So it was created by the married couple. I think they're married who created The Amazing Race. Um, this guy Bertram, who's this like reality adventure TV show visionary, a truly like yeah. this old, seemingly three hundred year old Dutch man, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> Bertram von Munster. His name is literally Bertram von Munster. It's a character the... in like a children's book, exactly. Oh person. yeah. So he was the creator of the Amazing Race, and they partnered with Ford to make this, like Clayton was saying, very thinly veiled commercial. <laughs> right. That was a five, like six teams of two would race across the United States from East Coast to West Coast, doing challenges like. Road rules style. Yes. yes. Like Amazing Race or Road Rules or right. any of these sort of competition reality shows. Right. We would stop along the way and uh, compete in these challenges against each other. Also, there was this hyper interactive element to it hyper. where there were GoPro cameras and other little cameras all over the car at all times. So every time that Clayton and I would get back in the car and drive the three hours between Jackson, Mississippi and right. the fuck Louisiana, we were, we were on camera. On camera. Now, this is the thing that I would say is truly unique about this show in terms of reality show because it was like a reality thing. Yeah. But there's still some control in the edit. Of course. There were long stretches of time. Yes. Hours where we were in the car with the camera with people watching us and we could do whatever we wanted. Live and they would, interactive yeah. video. Yeah. And they would text us and be like, talk about this. And sometimes you'd be like, no. <laughs> yeah. We just yeah. want to talk about it. Yes, it, that's right. It was like five years ago. What it reveals five is that there was like the interactivity of like Facebook Live. Live yes. and like mm-hmm. streaming and Periscope, like still hadn't like crossed over. So what you guys were doing was like this weird, yes. but yeah. like really like futuristic sounding kind of yeah. Right. It was definitely the nascent stages of like that hyper real time yes. interactive fan experience, right. fan interactivity, that kind of thing. So yes, there were cameras all over the place, but not only that, um, would we have to sort of engage our quote unquote audience, mm-hmm. aka our parents and you, Billy? Right. Our uh, fan I base. used to drink four locos and watch you guys do these challenges. <laughs> Four Loco. That dates kidding. it already. Four Loco dated. dates it as 2011. Yes. I would drink. <laughs> I, I knew that one can of Four Loco would take me three, through two episodes, and by the end, I was wired and ready oh to go God. do anything else. Yeah. Yes, and they sort of engineered it in such a way where, uh, in between, sort of the a- active, sort of amazing racy type challenges, which we can get into, there were also mini challenges that we it required the audience, our followers, it required to our followers us. to like give us clues. And sometimes you, Billy, as the follower, would get like a, a key or an answer to the puzzle that we needed so and you yes. needed to communicate that to us via Twitter and, and correct me if I'm wrong but wasn't there also like an option where if you guys did enough good deeds or we helped you out we could get you like a massage yes. and, and you us, did thank you, you got us there were options and we were always telling you guys choose the massage okay. <laughs> we really pushed for that we want the massage yeah. right yeah I remember when I first heard about it because it was like something like was it? Were you guys asked by a friend to audition? It was yes. something like that. And I remember when you guys got it. What we like, what we heard was that you were going to be away for like five weeks. Was it? Six it was weeks. five. Six, yeah, five, it was to five, six six five or yeah. six weeks. Yes. And this was in peak Harvard sailing team when it was like rehearsal on Tuesday, That's show right. on Saturday. Oh, yeah. And you guys were just going to disappear for a while. I yeah. just got a new job. They were like, I hope we don't have to go off and do some acting thing that takes you away from work. And I was like, okay, I do. Right. <laughs> and you're like, well, it's not acting per se. Not, yeah. Right. It's a weird rally. But yeah. I, yeah, I remember when we were like, okay. Okay, so you're leaving the group for five weeks. What are you doing? Yeah. And then you explained, did you, did you guys go shoot your Super Bowl commercial first where you met yes. your teammates? Oh, my That's gosh. Do you remember the timeline them. of that? Yes. Okay, yeah. We 
got the thing after many, many months of interviews and tests and like background checks. It was a very serious That's right. interview process. And yeah. the first way in was because it was a, fr- a high school friend of Clayton's yes. that happened to be casting it or working on this sort of casting. We were arm in of LA it. for because the Smiths had moved to LA. We were in town to do a show. She knew we were in town. Wow. Knew Adam from oh, college. Right. I was like, oh yeah, you guys are in town. I'm casting this thing. Yes. Why don't you and Adam come in for it? And we were like, okay, whatever. Wow. Wow. How the dominoes fall. I know. Right? So totally funny. random. And so you did it. Then you booked it. And Months then, later. Right. Yes. After like a – and the sort of reality TV show audition process, Clayton, please fill in the holes. But it required like a long written psychological examination, mm-hmm. a physical examination. Like wow. they had to make we, sure that we weren't nuts. We met with a guy who I remember he specifically was like, I've done a lot of – like he was a, a, a psychologist. Yes. For reality For shows. reality shows. He's like, I do wow. Biggest Loser. I do like yes. a ton of – like Bachelor, all this stuff. Yes. And we took this long like 500-question like exam where it's like asking you like variations of like – you know, like if you saw a wallet on the ground, like you would take it or like you wouldn't take it or like yes. you would expect somebody else to wow. take it and retrieve it. But it would all be like they were trying to trick you into like answering it differently. Yeah. And then right. at the very end, he was like, okay, like I remember specifically he told me like you're fine, but like you're kind of a naive person because <laughs> you assume that people – are going to do the right thing, but so many other people who take this test right. don't answer it that way. So therefore, you're naive. Interesting. <laughs> I was yes, like, yes. really? You're okay. not as cynical as you should be to be embarking on a reality <laughs> television show. You need to be cynical. Be more cynical. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Bad. Yeah. So we. But then felt- you meet your teammates, right? And I remember. I just the reason why I bring this up is that I remember you guys figuring out like who you were. Yes. Exactly. Like, yes. like what? Like you guys were actually like what? We were the of- New York weirds. Yeah. 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 We were like the comedy gays. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Pretty, yeah, I remember. I'm you, not gay, but we were gay. But we were gay. Yeah, I was yeah. gay. Yeah, and Clayton was, and, and so we were. We were the gay we were, blue team. Funny you know, gay blue team. I, yeah. In leading up to this episode, I watched like the one commercial oh. that they like put out, like the Super Bowl commercial, yep. and they saved you guys till the end. And you were like the charming gay couple. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Like your blue gay, sweaters were couple. somehow yeah. like just like they popped more. You were like so like lovely, yes, like exactly. just so like non-American lovely, yes. like mm-hmm. soft around the edges. Yes, yeah, and like all the little hints. It's like we were really playing against the sort of archetype of reality. We were the underconfident mm-hmm. team, right? Totally. Underconfident. We were like, I believe in that commercial, either me or Clayton is. It's like, well, I wouldn't say we're fearless. Like that's <laughs> a little, that. and that's then a little said, pull quote. And then you said that I had the bladder, the a bladder the size of a snow pea. <laughs> those, those are the two things you learned about the blue that team on the- that commercial. That we're not fearless. Repeat it again. And that my bladder is the size of a snow pea. That's all that was said (laughs) about us. And then we robot danced. We robot danced. And it was like, (laughs) oh, the blue team. So, that was such an indicator of like wackiness like five years ago doing a robot yeah <laughs> the they tent. told us to do that yes we did not want to do Obviously. that of course they went because we were like the comedic release so like you know like be funny and we we're like oh god, oh, god. Do now, a robot dance. now we're dancing in the desert yes right and but we hadn't really even met any of the other because there were six total teams of two and we had only briefly crossed paths with them when we were doing this like psychological exam basically they like, wouldn't let us back. look or talk at the, you couldn't talk to them or look at them yes they were like, if you walk by another contestant, you really go forward, you don't talk to yes. them. It was like, why you know, did they give a reason for that? Because no one had been fully cast yet, so everyone oh. like, you, you, they didn't want any like information being yeah. shared. Wow, it was so interesting because it, they treated it like I mean, like there were 
elements of this like reality show production that I think were surprising to us in terms of, like how effing seriously they took it and yeah. just like how mm-hmm. I mean they literally had and but it turned out to be reasonable and understandable why they brought they were these two security guards that were with us on the entire trip and they were like security guards right and one was a British man and he was a former MI6 military intelli- British intelligence officer mm-hmm. who was Madonna's personal security guard yes. uh, Borat Sasha Baron Cohen's personal security guard and had done all this like super super high profile and now he was the blue team blue team yeah and he (laughs) was all of our security guard but he what is his Glenn 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 the Brit who was like kind of like he like if you think of like Ren and Stimpy like he was like Stimpy like little yeah. tiny like wiry like you wouldn't expect him to be a bodyguard but yes. like and then there was Herman the German who was like the big German oaf cauliflowered ears from wrestling like a a sort of a cartoon version of a security guard yeah. he did not introduce himself as Herman the German did Herman, he just, just Herman just Herman and, and you was, guys quickly said and like he, he was and like he was H- German. Herman like, yeah. that's how he said his name. It, like, he spoke like he was fresh out of Germany. They yes. sound like Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> Literally. It <laughs> might as well have been Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> right. Yeah. But we were, like, a little taken aback. And, like, yes, we can't – don't look at the other teams until you're mm-hmm. cast. And, like, on the rally throughout the five weeks, of course, and this made a certain modicum of sense, they would confiscate our cell phones every morning and every mm-hmm. night. We couldn't make personal texts or calls. This makes like sense. We slept minute. in room like, even as teammates, we were in separate rooms. We couldn't talk, at, like, past a certain hour. Wow. Enough. Like, jury duty rules. Now, mm-hmm. do you think that's to try and avoid strategy? Or is that – It's because there were – because it was a socially led campaign, there was stuff coming out that could be spoiler alerts for future. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Like we were going to like, you know, go on the internet and just like try and get a clue. But, you know, people who are competitive, some people like the red team might have done that. That's right. right. And that – I think that was the (laughs) – that was the lack of cynicism that they were sort of like red flagging us to at the beginning. Like people will – might cheat. Like you (laughs) gay idiots won't. But like people (laughs) might. You can consider it. Some – yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yes. Uh, so That's we were funny. definitely – I mean in the context of these other teams um, – and again, maybe we can save this for the next we chapter. Sh- yeah, I think yeah. we should. I think okay. we should absolutely meet the other teams. <laughs> and the next chapter, I was going to say we should talk about them. Yeah. yeah, I say that we talk about them and we get on the road in Great. the second act. <laughs> yeah. um, we usually put music in the act breaks. We do. But – we have run dry. Well, yeah, the Snakes catalog is definitely thinning out. That's yes. for certain. Yeah. We've run out of songs that we have written and right. performed to share with the No Joke podcast. Yeah. Luckily, advertisers have showed up. Woohoo! We did it. We did that. Somebody said, we'll give you money to be on your podcast. And that is literally the only way podcasts are able to sustain themselves is right. through advertising. So we were like, yes, please, and thank you. So we assumed that we're the clean boys. We don't really curse. We don't really talk about taboo subjects. Yeah. This is probably going to be a very PG yeah. ad. What do you want to sell? Candy canes? Right. Right. We can sell your candy canes. Easily. Opposite of candy canes showed up. That's right. We received an email the first advertisement offer for No Joke Podcast. Big deal for us. And naturally, it's for sex toys. Sex toys of all kinds, both vibrators right. and dildos and everything in between. Now, we could run away from that and say that's not what we're all about. Right. But we're here to sell out. And we are about it. We're sex-positive dudes who are also in touch with their shame. So that's we're 360-degree complicated men. That being said, listen to us giggle as we advertise <laughs> sex toys. This is a real ad. We're real. So we'd mentioned before that No Joke is going to start filtering in some advertising into our podcast, which is great. Yes. Um, And what we may or may not have mentioned was that for the time being, the advertising is going to be very, very sexy. Yes. Because Billy and I are sex-positive guys. Despite our sort of clean-cut presentation and reputation, we are clean-cut guys. But clean-cut guys can also be sex-positive guys. And we are. And we are. We're both of those things. Sex is the genesis of all life. It's also a fun thing to do recreationally. (laughs) So. (laughs) 
we're, we're for it. Uh, and we are happy uh, to introduce our first advertiser on the podcast, which is adamandeve.com. So if you guys go to adamandeve.com for a limited time and you enter the promo code no joke, you will receive 50% off just about any item they have on the site. Good. So that's half off of a sex toy. That's pretty nice. Not a bad deal. Not a bad deal whatsoever. So when you select your one item at 50% off, when you use the promo code no joke, you will also receive three free adult DVDs plus, Billy, plus a free mystery gift. Okay. Okay. And if that weren't enough sexy motivation, free shipping. Okay. So they will send you this sex toy that cost half as much as it should to you for nothing. So even if you're not a sex toy fan, right. if you're a fan of free shipping, this is still a great deal for <laughs> if you. If you just want the cardboard box, yes. you can you can toss the dildo, keep the box. That's fine. So just go to adamandeve.com and at the checkout, put in promo code no joke. And get yourself 50% off anything they have on the site, three free adult DVDs, a mystery gift, and the shipping is gratis. We are also not allowed to go very fast. That's right. They put. Uh, they talked about putting what, a governor on our car. That's right, a, a governor. governor. Like, like a limiter. So, so you can only go a certain speed, which is very dangerous, but they decided against that for safety reasons. But what they started doing was monitoring us like via satellite. That's right. And if we went over a certain speed, which is like maybe 70 miles an yes. hour – uh, Glenn would come flying up behind you in the huge SUV and be like, pull over! Yes. That's the little one? That's Stimpy? That's yeah, Stimpy. but he was he was little, but he was in charge. Real oh, scrappy. He oh. was in charge. You yes. see a wiry Irish guy at a bar? Scary. He's going to <laughs> kick your ass. He's murdered. Like, you could tell, just look in his eyes, like, he's murdered. Right. At least maimed. Right. Yeah. Me, this is one little aside about Glenn that I think is important that you know about. Yeah. When... Right after this, <laughs> right after the Super Bowl commercial aired, yeah. Glenn, we were at a hotel yeah. and we were all in this room watching the commercial. And Glenn was like right off of that room in like the workout area, running on the treadmill. Nice. And I got up to like leave and go to the bathroom. And as I was walking by, he just points to me and he goes, "You, water." <laughs> Like, get me water. And so I, like, quickly, like, rushed and, like, got a cup of water, yeah. got the water, brought it over to him, and he grabbed it, and he just, like, downed it, and then he just looked at me, and he goes, you like looking at me when I'm running? Oh, <laughs> my like, God. I'm just getting you water, sir. I'm, I'll leave now. Glenn had a real attitude. Like, Glenn was... he had Your like, security guard yeah. was making you feel insecure. Yeah. Yeah. He liked... I think that Glenn really enjoyed the status of mm -hmm. being the tough guy, and, like, he liked sort of, like, leaning into that and, like, quote-unquote, intimidating us. He pushed me in the pool once. Imagine a oh world. God, yeah. Ima that? Imagine a world where you looked at him and said, "Fuck you, Glenn." Uh, what happens next? Popped in the face. A, a you think neck. so? A snap. Yeah. Oh, really? You think that he doesn't have? No, uh, he wouldn't do uh, that. No, I mean, he would. I think he would like. He'd probably like it. Yeah, he'd like it, right. and like probably yeah. like strike. Pretend scare us. Yes, Got it. but he, his job is to protect us. Yeah, right. yeah, his us. job was indeed to protect us. Right. <laughs> yes. Um, in the context of the other two, we were sort of touching on what the actual. Yes, it was five weeks, and you all start in the same city. You and the other five teams. Mm -hmm. That's what right. city is that? Miami. We were Florida. in. Sure. Was it Miami? That's yeah. where we began. You met your car. In Miami, you were the blue team. You had a blue car, I assume. That's right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, so just to touch on some of the other teams briefly. Yeah. Let's introduce the other teams. I That's think right. we should. Um, so there was the red team. Um, and the red team consisted of oh, a Matt and a Brittany. Matt, Matt. What are they known for? What's like their thing? Well. Everybody had a thing. Everyone yeah. had a thing. Brittany was and is a big game hunter. 
Okay. And goes to the wilderness and murders many animals. Okay. She, lots of pictures of her on the social media with guns. And yeah. like in front of dead full, game. Full lions. Like full lions and tigers and bears, oh my, that she has murdered. <laughs> okay. Um, so that was Britney's How thing. many animals have you guys uh, murdered? None. Uh, just Co- together? Uh, no, like maybe like... Like bugs and stuff Maybe on my a, car. Yeah, so like I'll go on Facebook spiders. and see if you're holding up flies. <laughs> yeah. and, okay, got it. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, uh, but she was super sweet, but she was like this like sort of got demure, it. pale, red-headed gal who was, also had this secret life of animal murdering. Was the red team the tough team? They were kind of the bullies. They were bullies. the bullies. Be- good. That's a good way of describing it. Also because Matt was a legitimate gearhead, and he had done – had a podcast or like a show on YouTube. That's right. I believe it's called The Smoking Tire, and <laughs> he is like a big like – he's like a car man. Okay. Knows everything about cars, knew everything about – and he had done rallies like this yes. before. This was like the most alien thing to Clayton and so I. So on the scale, are you guys on one end and they're on the other in terms of like who should be here and who shouldn't be here? Are you guys on yes. – are I you, are you the say. scale? And they had a lot – there was like a lot of uh, attitude about it. You yeah. Know, like they like knew what this was and like oh, just you know, kind of talked about it. What a funny thing to be cocky about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know car reality shows. And they literally did. And, and they Matt did. really, really did. And we okay. were like, we don't even know about cars or reality shows. Red, we were team, told that we're red team is the alpha bullies. Alpha, Super alpha. confident they're going to win. Next yeah. team. Who's next? We have the black team. Uh, oh, the rappers. The, the rappers, rappers from and Jersey. They were like they were modeled after Jersey Shore. Jersey Shore, absolutely. Right. They were. They were that Guido. Yes. And I mean, I grew up in a of town of Guidos. They of were course. that kind of Italian. You know, yes. like big, the blowout, lots of stuff in their hair. The blowout fade. Like, yes. Muscles and like very, like, you know, just like lots of personality. Blah. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, and they were re- genuinely charismatic. And, yeah. Like, really great were, guys. Yeah, really sweet, fun guys, but definitely filled like the Br- Jersey Shore bros okay. with a rap group. So the black team has the bro vote. Black team has the bro, bro vote. Big okay. time. So we got the bullies and the bros. Then we had the yellow team. Yes. Which was Bryn and, Bryn Donna. and Donna. Lovely. Do- uh, Donna was this like beautiful like English model slash like what is she? She like worked at the standard as like they're like. <laughs> yes. She was like gorgeous girl that worked at the standard. But she was also a legitimate pop in a pop. Yes. Girls pop right. group. Wow. In, in the England, 90s. Right? In England. That our friend Luke. Who's she got like, had a Scary Spice vibe. Right? Like. Tall, yeah. beautiful, yes. athletic, yes. Yes. long. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I can't remember. Bryn might have been, maybe I'm taking a stab in the dark, but she's something like a motivational speaker or life coach. Maybe. I think, oh. I think she was right. like something like that. She was super positive. Okay. And a good hard worker. Yes. Did they have like an MO? Did they have like a... Just like old friends yeah. with... And they, they were the ones who had... So, there was... They like got, there was some drama with them on the yes. show that they try and zeroed in on. Yeah, that was really funny. It was in sort of going over the episodes in the third. It was maybe the second or third challenge was like a we had to like crab fish or something. Yeah, on these like, like rowboats. Like, yes. Right. right. And that was like the first like reality TV moment of like intra team strife was Bryn and Don. I like, like, sort of... got mad at Don and like snapped at her on the boat. And even Ab and I, who were next to them, were like, "Whoa!" <laughs> we're like, "This is a reality show now." All of a sudden, it was like a reality show. Right. That is a funny thing when you start like behaving in like the medium that you just find yourself yeah, in, right. where it's like, "Oh, I just changed because I'm in a reality <laughs> yeah. show." Yeah. yeah, curving towards it. Uh, but they were a delight, a delight, okay. a delight. Bryn and Donna were wonderful. But that was the yellow team. Yeah. So was there one more? Who? Two more silver team, silver, which was that was no that that was Caroline and John. Yes, John right. Caroline from Seattle. From okay. Seattle, what's their were like? They were like the smart kind of like professional, yes. like Asian, like nerdy. Yes, <laughs> like yeah. smart. If Clayton oh. and I were all nonsense, they were no nonsense. Okay. So they were like they right. were 
like, this feels cruel. I don't mean humorless, but just serious. Just like serious competitors yeah, and they're sure. good at everything. They were okay. super, I mean, like, they were really, they were friends and coworkers was their thing, too. So, like, the, their thing was, like, that was their angle. Together. Yes. Right. And they're, like, smart cookies. They're right. super smart and, like, fiercely capable. Right. Yeah. I can't wait until we talk about the challenges that you guys went yes. on because fiercely smart plays into so little. Yeah, yeah I know. I know. <laughs> but they were really smart. Okay. And, and then, then Jeff and Margot, uh, who were the... Fan favorites. And by fan, I mean Clayton and my, my We loved them. You guys oh voted God. for them. You got them. The what massage? color were they? Gray. Because there was gray. a silver and, and then there was a gray. Come on, right. guys. There's more colors yeah, yeah, yeah. than that. Yeah. There is. <laughs> <laughs> there definitely is and are even in Ford now. Gray, yeah. silver? Yeah. yeah. Come on. I know. But Jeff and Margot were like the sweet, like oh newlyweds God. from uh, Chicago. Chicago. Oh, so sweet. So sweet. He owned a bar. Cute. He managed yeah. a bar there. When, I, when we met Margot... <laughs> Part of like preparing for this thing is during the interview process we had to come up with like a profile and like it was one of the things was like tell like a funny moment about yourself. Okay. And I mentioned a thing that was separate about a person I knew named Margo and how I called her a dildo. Yes. One of so, our and that's a long story that we won't go into now. Fair. <laughs> you, you got to the best part immediately. Right. But Margo of Jeff and Margo thought for some reason that I was like trying to like mess with them ahead of time. She thought that I had called her a dildo. So when we met her on set of the football the fir- commercial. The first thing she said, before we even said hello, we like walked on and we saw them. And she, she goes, instantly. did you call me a dildo? Instantly. And I was like, what? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Definitely not stranger from Chicago. No. And I was like, she was like, and on you your profile. Are? I was yeah. like, no, different, different Margo. <laughs> yeah. But props to Margo for immediately bringing it up. Like, right in my face. Serious, Did you call me a dildo? Serious no. props to Margo. No, definitely not. Right. They were so sweet. They were uh, so, so sweet and kind. So those are our six cars that are now de- leaving Miami. And just you're finding out every next city you go to when you get in the car. Now you're you'd heading find out here. At the, like, we'd have a challenge, and then you'd find out who won, and then you'd have to like run to your car and type in whatever information they give you. Would say like your next stop is Charleston, South Carolina. Right. Yeah. We could talk about all the challenges, but this is something that I've seen once, and I can't believe. <laughs> My friend did it. <laughs> so you guys had to like climb up mountains sometimes, like mm-hmm. roll a big ball up a hill. Yep. All of that sounds like a little grueling and like a little just reality TV nonsense. Yes. But then there was this one episode where they made you walk, made one of you walk on the wing of an airplane That's flying right. at, I believe, 10,000 feet. That's right. And something like it that. was a single engine jet. Yeah. Tiny and when you're watching reality shows as a viewer, you're yeah. like, oh, this is crazy. But you don't like feel it in your stomach because who cares? <laughs> this is just some no Strangers. name who's walking on the wing of a plane. Right. But when it's one of your closest friends you've ever had in your entire life <laughs> yeah. and you're just watching him say yes and do it all. Yes. Clayton Early did walked on the wing, the Fearless. outside wing. Can you just it's walk us of, through that? Yeah. So. That challenge, I remember they were like, because Adam is terrified of heights. Yes, and terrified like, in general. In general. Yeah. And like, not like in a funny, cute way that he's terrified of heights. Like, it's, it can get ugly. And we'll yeah. talk about maybe the challenge that happened after this yeah, where it yeah. got ugly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll I get turned sour when I get afraid and backed into a corner. We'll right. get to ugly. Yes. So, but I knew that. And so when, when we first arrived at this challenge and like, you're going to be walking in the wing of a plane, I was like, oh, this is not going to be good. And they're like, but only one of you is going to do it. I was like, I'll do it. And yeah. Adam was like, you're doing it. So good. I was like, good. Like, we can take care of this. Yes. But, but said, how do you even say I'll do it? Like because I knew that there was no other option. Like yeah. Adam would. I was like, either like if we both have to do it, like we'll just forfeit this challenge because right. Adam's not going to do that. Right. Was just, but no, there wasn't like an element of fear where you're like, oh, I don't want to do that. That's sure terrifying. There was. Sure there was, but it was just like, well, that's the like one of us has to do it. Yeah. I'm less terrified. Right. 
like still scared, but like you've gone less skydiving before, and like your oh, fear of heights is palpable, that's and true. you're just yeah, you have a sort of an adventurous streak. That's you're true. Just more... I'm, this is where the naive naivete comes in because I just assume I'll be okay. Right, right, right. Exactly, yeah. But then you right. told us when, so you get so walk us through what actually happens when you get on the wing. We have so the way that it works is it's like one of those old timey planes, mm-hmm. like Wright Brothers, like the double decker thing. Yeah, on the single engine. And yes. you, we had to very specifically train. There was like a thirteen point. Uh, like a 13 step process of how you, cause you have to take off on top of the plane, like standing on the plane. But when they land, you can't be still standing on the wing of the plane because if something goes wrong during the landing, then you could get crushed because you're standing on top right. of the plane. Right, right. So you start on the outside and so at the you, end in the seat. You start right. on top, you take off standing on top of the plane. That is terrifying. It, is terrifying. Ter- it was terrifying. And then you have to, after, eyes open like, the whole time? Yeah, yeah. But there were like moments of like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is happening. And you're connected by like strong bungee cords that you're like, oh, this is no. strong no. is relative. You are there is a pole that you are leaning on. <laughs> what? You have a harness on, but you're really just uh like attached by a rope. Yeah. A that rope is, that's like tucked into the back of your whatever like harness that you're wearing because it has to be loose because you have to be able to climb off of the wing of the plane and you need to have get some into the seat. Yep. And if you like fall. <laughs> Yeah. You would just be like dangling well, and slamming against I'm the side saying. of the plane. Yeah. Yeah. The risk was real. It was like the risk was that's real. That's why they were like, you do one thing. Like you always have three parts of your body on the plane at one time. So you move like, you don't just two like hands and a kneel foot, down. Feet in a hand. It's right. like twizzlers right. like wind coming at you. It's like you move your left hand to this degree and you grab this thing. And right. then you put your knee down right. and then you take your right hand. And like you had to do that. But, okay, great. Let's say that all goes not to plan and mm-hmm. you start flapping what did they have any did they say no. now if you start flapping, if you start flapping you're just gonna have to figure out how to pull yourself into the plane because the pilot is flying the plane and they can only help you so much that's right and it's all live broadcast live for all the world to see live yeah. and you are just doing it for ford yeah i <laughs> did ask yeah I and that's why and we'll get to it in the third act why i admire adam's tantrum that right. eventually came to fruition yes because Everyone else was able to detach themselves from the reality yeah. that I didn't ask to do any of this, but Ford is making me. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And that is a tough thing to, like, yeah. separate. Well, it's also like the challenges tent seemed to sort of ramp up in sort of like X Games intensity yep. over time. Oh, yeah. And so it was really only the last kind of like three or four challenges that was wing walking on a plane, walking over a 500-foot cavern or like a canyon. Right. Things tree, like that. Like a tree course Ropes that we course had to run through. Of Santa Cruz. Like, those are the last few, like, going out with a Bang, like these are the real physical challenges. Right. And it became clear that like people who are physically inclined are going to excel. That's yeah. right. <laughs> like right. there was there was one in San Francisco that was clear like we <laughs> in retrospect it was super unfair. It was uh at one of those trampoline yes. gyms. Right. And the whole idea was that there were all these balloons up at the ceiling and that we had to jump up and get our specific team colored balloon and, maybe... and like run back and like the person had to pop it on it's their a head. Very thing. double dare. Which is why I'm saying that these two co-workers on the silver or gray team it's like no matter how much strategy you have if you can't bounce enough like, if you're not tall enough bring right. down to the yellow team those poor gals they literally couldn't even like even the, all the trampoline of the world they couldn't just couldn't re- they reach because you would top. think that like a crucial element would need to be problem solving in some capacity right. because if nothing else that's something that you all have some sort of level right. footing but on but it's just that like physical challenges Clayton and I are like two relatively right. tall able-bodied human men and right. we were like could jump a little bit right. um, yeah it's the second act break what musical is the song it's probably Peter Pan I'm Flying 
I don't, I'm flying. Oh, that's Peter Pan big time. Look at me way up high. Suddenly I can fly. I don't even know that Peter song. Peter Michael John. Man, absolutely. Suddenly I'm gone. Yeah. Yeah? That's Peter Pan, right? Absolutely. Should we play that? Let Since us. Clayton Let's was? Let us. Okay, great. Clayton. I hope it exists because Clayton is the musical master. So if he doesn't know this song, I'm a little... <laughs> I just sang a I'm lyric. I'm disappointed so I'm gonna... myself. Yeah. All right. Well, you'll hear it in the act break. Great. This is I'm Flying. Perfect.
Because I'm Flying, that might be the title of the song, Yeah, Peter Pan, We're Pretty Sure. That is definitely a <laughs> lyric in the song. Yeah, and Peter Pan does fly, does fly, almost as gracefully as Clayton did on the wing of a plane. That's right. Which was really incredible. Yeah. So we just want to co- sort of go back and just do a quickie sort of recap of what the sort of the variety of these challenges were. Over sure. the course of five weeks, five weeks, these two guys did these things. Yes. Let's hear it. So we did the Super Bowl ad, and that was out here in California. Mm-hmm. Then we flew to Miami where the rally proper began. Mm-hmm. We got sort of a, tr- a, a loose, week of training. A week of training because these were like the new 2012 Ford Focuses. It had like the backup cam and the self-driving this and the self-parking that. Mm-hmm. So we kind of had to acclimate ourselves to all the tech that was in the car and get used to being a thousand cameras around us and got twittering it. the whole time. Okay. So we did that for like a week. Yeah, for a solid week. And then they like officially started the race with the first challenge. That's right. And the first challenge was like a pit crew challenge you were at the what is it the indy 500 like it was like some fancy racetrack in south florida okay and the we had to uh the entire challenge was just literally NASCAR pit crew style changing the four tires of our car. Fun. Right? That was that the first that one. Was it. Fun. That was Although, it. did we do all four or was it literally just one tire? That seems more realistic. I think we only did oh, one tire. Oh, was it just one? Just I think because like, uh, there was no way that all of us could figure out how to do that many tires. Yeah. yeah that yeah, would yeah. take a while. Yeah. It <laughs> Two people on four tires. take a while. Maybe, or am I, I wrong? Maybe it was No, four. I think maybe it was just the one. Okay, but it's still a very fun first start. Yes. That also sets the expectations where it's like, okay, this could be big scale. Yes, exactly. And then the images on my phone are coming up here, so my memory is a little bit foggy. Final Frontier. Yes. Is where we went. That was the beach challenge. Oh, that was so hard. This was the hardest challenge. I remember this moment. This, we, like, this was the first, like, physical challenge where it was like, you have to run here. Then we had to swim out into the ocean and grab some, like, buoy, come back. And then we had to, like, there was, like, obstacle courses of, like, getting through things. And I remember by the end, we were dead last. We had a disadvantage because of our time from the first thing, so we like couldn't run as fast. We came right. in last place, and like ev- like at that point, it was still like a race in the sense that once you finish the challenge, if you got to the destination first, you got extra points. Right, right? people would like race off. Yes, we decided that we were like we're in last place. We're clearly not going to get there first, so like who cares? So we were just Take like slowly sweet. taking our stuff off, and I remember one of you the, like, are the worst. Yes. The producer, the this producer she came over to us and she was like, "Do you guys even want to win?" Yeah, and so and many words we were like, like, "This is a this is a competitive race, right? So yeah. try and move, try and move fast." Okay. And then we proceeded to instead of driving directly to the location. <laughs> Went out to lunch and got tacos? Casual fish taco lunch. You we could took, do that? We were like no. three hours <laughs> late, and they were like, where the hell are you guys? We are like, we're getting lunch. So you tacos. go, okay, got it. All right, so the beach challenge sounds tough up until the tacos. Yes, up until the tacos, but we were taking our sweet time with oh, it. We okay? got but, a talking to but, uh, when but, we got to the destination. Yeah, we got a stern talking yeah. to. So that's the takeaway from that one, is that you learn some sort of lesson. We were like, oh, this is a race we should be, maybe be trying to win. Take mm-hmm. it seriously. Take it a little bit seriously. Then was the boat challenge. That was bait and switch. Bait yes. and switch for the crab fishing. That was in, I want to say, South Carolina. I'm I pretty sure. right. It was definitely South Carolina. That's right. All of us go out on little dinghy boats, and we had to um, maybe fish some crabs in some of those weird crab fishing cages. Crab cages, right? Do uh, weird stuff with it. It Yes. But that that episode will forever be known as the episode where the yellow team had (laughs) a brief flare-up. A brief flare-up. Yes. A bit of a flare-up. Okay. Then we went to The Claw, which was in, I think, Macon, Georgia. I had completely forgotten about this one. And this is where we we sat in a huge, like, um, what is it? What are those construction? Apparatuses, one of those construction uh, apparatuses where it's like a. Uh, I, I it's 
like it has a big right claw, now. and you can like dig, and you know, like oh yeah, like sure, like the hand claws holes. in the games. Yes. But this is large scale. We had yes. to we had to use the claw to like stack crushed cars. <laughs> yes, you guys had and, to do this. Yes, you we had were to switch off. We, no, we switched off. Wasn't it half and half? That's like, right. I did half, and he you would like direct me, like okay, now move it right. Left. Okay, now drop it right there. Yes, it was like it was like. You know that the arcade game where you're trying to drop the claw to the get claw, the claw? Exactly. Of course. It was like a giant real version of that with That's right. crushed cars. In a how, huge scrap metal yard. How did that feel? Like what? awesome. Oh, so yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> that was great. I, I mean, that bet. was the thing about this thing. It was like, you know, as sort of like easy it is to sort of like give side eye to this whole reality thing. It was the production value was high and we were operating huge yeah. machines and right. swimming in oceans. And it was it was crazy. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Next came Washed Away, which I have no idea what happened. What was that? I don't know what Washed Away is. I think that was the episode where the editor and the cameraman got washed away to see and no episode came oh, out. Oh, that's right. That right. was that one. That's when we lost <laughs> half the <laughs> So we lost half the Sad crew. little side note. Right. Yes. Um, and then we went to... Oh, the Rally Blues. Oh, this was Texas. This we spent is... like a week... Out of the five weeks, like an entire week, if not a week and a half, was Texas. Texas. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And what happened there? Oh no, I'm sorry. The, I'm 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 uh, mistaken. That was Clarksdale, Mississippi. Was the Rally Blues where we had to go to a record shop oh, and search like yes. search for our clues yes. in this like famous Mississippi old blues record shop. Cool. Okay. That's what that was, and we stayed in a really cool hotel. Yes. Well, we did. We stayed in a dump of a hotel, but we went to this cool hotel called the Shack Up Inn. That's right, because we had to shoot like a little Jimmy Kimmel promo. Yes. Because and it was the only place that had good Wi-Fi. Yes. Oh, I'm remembering the moment you guys were on Jimmy Kimmel for a second. Yeah, yes, yeah. I'm just going to, sorry, I know that you guys are going in a certain place. Not at all. They were premiering the, the this rally and it was going to be on Jimmy Kimmel for a second yes. and it was like going to be as the episode opened and we found out and it was still kind of big news at that point yeah. that our friends were going to be on TV oh, so God. we all tuned in and it's like 12 of these contestants and Jimmy Kimmel's <laughs> like, and it's the contestants of the Fourth Focus Rally and you expect the two people who have like a history of performance and on-camera work, and they know what to look like, like looking the best and looking the most excited. The other 10 people looked so genuinely excited to be there, and you two were like... We were like, oh, God. We were embarrassed. We were embarrassed. You had the most, you had the most tense lips. Oh, oh, God. You guys are... Okay, so that we was... We did not want to be there. We found... They were like, you're going to be on Jimmy Kimmel tonight, and everyone was like, yes! And we were like, fuck. Because we're like, you guys, no, no, outside no, of this, this reality uh, show, was on this trajectory to try and yes, get to Jimmy Kimmel no. for your art. Yeah, yeah, not for this, Not though. for the focuses, no. Not no. for Ford. Right. Okay. Sorry. So Clarksdale, Mississippi. So that was Mississippi. Right. Uh, I'm not sure what floating is. These episodes floating. Floating part one and part two. I can't say that that rings any specific Hot bell. air balloons, perhaps? Did no, you guys... we never did. No. Floating. Oh, wait. Because we're going into high stakes. Is that where we're getting to outside? Texas. That was Texas in okay. Houston. That's right. So was floating where we did the hockey oh, and basketball was... challenge? Nope. No. Floating was the New Orleans parade. Oh. Floating was when we went to New Orleans because we went from Mississippi. Now we're cruising along yes. the sort of southern tip of the United States. Yeah. So we're going west from Mississippi. We hit New Orleans. And we were in a Mardi Gras parade. Yes. As a as a, a viewer of this show, there was a lot of episodes where I was jealous because it looked like you guys were having so much fun. Right. This was one episode where I said I'd rather die than have to we do We had that. to nail a dance and we got first place for the dance. Yeah, we did. Oh, <laughs> it's like now you're starting to get to our wheelhouse. Yeah, like, so we yeah. can do a choreographed dance. Yes, exactly. It's like when the producers are putting together the 15 challenges you guys will do they're probably like targeting like this sure. one will really feature the blue yes. team mm-hmm. and of course a choreographed dance. dance and it should be said that at about this point in the rally and I could be mistaken 
here. We were like not doing particularly well. We got off to a slow start because yeah. we're non-competitive idiots. True. So we were like in last for the first few challenges. Right. And then we were like kind of climbing the ladder. But now this is where New Orleans into Texas is where there was a bit of a narrative turning point for the blue team. Yes. And we kind of started to kick ass a little bit in you these You started challenges. getting these performer challenges, Because right? of floating, I think we came in first in both of those or first and second. So we went from like fourth yeah. to second place. Y yeah. And was the other one like singing? Was the other one like writing the song? Well, this is where we're getting to. Okay. So now we go to Houston and we have a cooking challenge. Okay. And which I was so excited about because I'm like, this is me. Because Clay's a great chef. This. I love cooking. Legitimately a very talented, well-versed chef. Yeah, you know what you're doing. Right. I proceeded to cut my hand almost immediately. Oh, that's right. What? And we didn't cook the steak enough. They thought it was too rare. Yes. And we did not win. Yes. What so was, that was, oh. I remember your ego being a bit bruised after that. And you were like, God damn it. Like, this is my thing. I cook though. Something else happened that we did. We have to pause and talk about oh, this. Yes. Right after that challenge is the challenge where we got back into our car. What? Like, <laughs> right afterwards. I'll go on. And like you know, we have a, there's a lot of downtime. So Adam and I are just like you know <laughs> filling the time and like entertaining it's ourselves. Just, it's a chit chat. And also like we're dealing with the car, which is a computer, which doesn't work a lot of the time. Right. And it's sometimes caught on camera. A, I remember that being a funny ongoing story. Constantly. So the thing we, you're selling. Yes, doesn't really doesn't work. work. Yes, it doesn't exactly. work. They, they would tell us to like run and like type it in, and we'd be like, "It's not working." And the <laughs> camera would be la shaking with laughter, filming the whole thing. And we'd be like, "They'd like do it again." We're like, "It doesn't work." It still doesn't work though. Oh, so we got you, we uh, get into our car. <laughs> And I don't know what we're doing, but we just start looking at the computer and we're like, <laughs> you've been on the road for weeks now. Weeks. And also we were like, we were legitimately disappointed about this cooking challenge. Like D we were kind of surly. We were surly a little yeah. bit. So, and we were like, this is awful. Like it's, it's going to come off like really sexist and terrible. But we turned to like the computer just joking. And we're like, you stupid bitch. You, <laughs> you fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I can do the computer just doing this. And like, while this is happening, we're like, cracking about yeah. and having we're fun. like laughing. Oh, like, it's yeah. funny that we're There's just. There's only one yeah. way this could end. And all of a sudden, Adam picks up his phone. He goes, oh, God. And I instantly realized that we were on camera and it was all live because they had turned on our feed without telling us. So people were watching this. You and all of a sudden, bitch. we were getting these texts like, whoa, blue you guys team. Okay? <laughs> Are you guys all right? What's going on? What's, watch the language. Yeah. yeah. Language, blue team. Yes. That is what a gift. Yes. What a gift to be signed in. For that 10 seconds. Yeah, we went full rated Just X. blowing off steam from our last cooking challenge. Anyways, yes, that is on. footage that I would love to play at either oh, of our weddings. Uh, just, to, uh, just to sidetrack for a second off the episodes, yeah. um, what happened was that like people writing back, whoa, and stuff like that, people started like committing to I you know. guys. Mm -hmm. And we don't have to get too far into it because I don't know if it gets into like sensitive subjects, but like people started like devoting all of their time. We got personal emails after the, like at the end of the day from like, mega fans sharing very personal yeah. things yeah, yeah very yeah. serious and i was like whoa when they have that much access to you guys you immediately start becoming like a regular thing in their complete life complete truman show effect exactly yeah. i'm sure that if you oh. have if you like if you have any sort of like ability to detach from reality yeah. you could just immediately be like oh clayton and adam are thinking about me and right. they wish me the best exactly. therefore i'm well, gonna we'd be the jerks on the like live feed who'd be like oh hey like this person because we'd know their screen name like they're back and we'd like sing like make up songs for them like right. Robert, just because like, it was like fun to entertain ourselves killing so. time on the road and ideally, that's like the best case scenario of the show right. is that you guys are having fans that you like interacting with. It starts becoming a thing. That's right. Mm -hmm. But it's like it was still before the internet really figured itself out yes. and like how we communicate yeah. with There's one another. Yes. Yes. Across yes. Yes. Exactly. Some people. Yes. Right. So after the Rated X tirade post Houston cooking challenge, mm -hmm. um, then we went to Dallas. Mm -hmm. Then we went to Dallas where we saw Mark Cuban. Right. And this challenge. I was so proud of you, Adam. 
I was so. This is one of our part of. of you. Yeah, I was part of us after this because we had just come off losing the cooking challenge, which is and we were forte. doing a sports thing where Adam was playing basketball, which I had the utmost faith in him for this. Yes, and I was doing hockey. Yes, they split. not as confident. That's right. What? They split the arena because it was the Dallas Stars and the Mavericks both play there. It was half basketball, half hockey, and it was each team had to split up and make ten shots and make ten goals or whatever it was on the yeah. ice, like from different points. That's right. right. And we came in first. We came in. We. Yeah! we, we I watched we, it. I watched forget it. it. I was so psyched watching oh. your hockey shots like, yeah. and your threes we did in it. front of Cuban. We, it, with Mark Cuban there. We yeah. After the cooking loss, coming in with the sports win yeah. was yeah. major. That, was that is the <laughs> Literally what Clayton just said is the, the pull quote that the producer wants to have. Coming off the cooking loss, the sports win was a huge win. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we only have a few minutes left in the episode. Great. So mm-hmm. let's fast forward to the end. Great. So we ramp up. We make our way through Texas. It's then getting we start- tight. It's right? getting tight. We're like kind of in first and second. Like the great yeah. team, John and Carolyn are doing well. They're all in sort of perma first, but mm-hmm. we're sort of knocking on the door. We're at the top of the and standings. And people are like root. Like I feel like people are like behind us now it's because starting to matter. people don't want the red team to win because they're kind of the arrogance. Bullies. They're a little bit arrogant. And one thing yeah. we never mentioned: what are you guys playing for? Oh, oh. so we were playing for. Uh, each $50,000 and a each a, f- a brand new Ford Focus. Looking back on that, the fact that you guys started off by saying, we're not really competitive we guys. Started, we started saying what we're not going to win. D- what are you doing yeah, here? Yeah. We, we both said we're not going to win this. We were like, this is just so like a cross-country trip. Come, yeah. come the final challenge, you guys were in it. Correct. We, we were, were in. Se- in we it. were. It was like between us and one and other great team. team. Yeah. Right. Um, so we moved our way through Arizona. There was a crazy sand dune challenge where we had to like push these big, weird yoga balls on some sand dunes. Uh, we did a weird like Tahoe challenge where we had to like gather snowballs. Right. And then we, we jumped off a tower in Vegas. We jumped off the stratosphere. Tower. That's right. The stratosphere. And then sort of the the last ch- the penultimate challenge was Marble Canyon in Arizona, five hundred foot canyon or something. I don't think I'm being mm. hyperbolic. It was like as big as the Grand Canyon, whatever. And we pulled up there, and this is right after the wing walking challenge um terribly afraid of heights and, and it instantly started to shut down yeah so we pulled up to the canyon and i could see that it was another it was like a heights challenge it was yes. like these tiny one foot wide plank that like went off like cascaded over this 500 foot drop like half a diving board in width that's right and it went and you had to walk across it over 500 like feet. like 15 feet. It was wobbly. It was something that they had set up. This Deliberately wobbly. normally Oh, there. this isn't an attraction. No, it's not an attraction. Like, they set this up. So okay. you're like, hope that they did it well. That's okay. right. And the idea was is that each member of the team had to sort of like balance beam style, walk out to the end of this horrifying plank that was, again, looking over a 500-foot drop. Yes. Sort of kneel down, uh, retrieve. Like, there was like a carabiner at the end of a string. You had to like pull up the clue, detach the clue. And like, bring it back. Carabiner it to yourself and walk back on the plank. All the teams did it in like sub five minutes. Oh, yeah, seconds. <laughs> seconds. Right. They fearlessly ran to the end of the plank, re- like yeah. got the thing and ran back. Adam, your reaction was? Yeah. Well, we had to go first, and I was mad and so sad about it he because was not happy. Yeah. Yeah. And this is the sort of like angry attitude that <laughs> this when is I'm, the breaking point that we were touching on earlier. This is the breaking point. Before it started, I said, Adam, listen. We don't have to do this challenge. Like, if you want to just, like, forfeit, like, let's just not do it. Like, fuck it. Like, who cares about Ford? Let's not do it. But, like, if you do want to do it, like, maybe it'll be fun. Right. And Adam, who was sitting there silently, like, didn't say anything for, for like, 10 minutes. And then he turned to me and was like, listen, I'm going to do it. Uh-oh. But don't tell me it's going to be fun. Oh, God. And don't talk to me. <gasps> and I just I was like, okay. And I just didn't talk to him. 
Holy yeah, smokes. Yeah, yeah. When my so when I feel my safety is threatened or I'm put in these positions where I feel unsafe, I get I, I can lash out, I think. And Clayton, you are just my <laughs> sweet, sweet best bud. Didn't you, you were... walk away and curse the heavens? Yeah, well, again, like so I was first and like of course our team had to go first. Mm-hmm. So, and you were the first and first. I, I, Adam, had to go first first. So yes, as the great team is on the other plank next to us, just zipping up and down and doing it in minutes. They were done in I think he was done, John, in under uh, under thirty seconds. Gleeful. And it like took, they did it with glee. It took you twenty minutes just to mentally come around to it took do Adam, it. I think a total of 23 or 4 minutes. Torture. To right. Torture. And uh, he was cussing. Out. It was actually quite comical because we're all being really supportive and Adam's like, fuck this. Fuck Ford. Right. The producers, everyone is like cracking up watching yes. this. Just like, it's like, what the fuck am I doing this for? I don't fucking give a shit about Ford. Yelling, so... yelling this into the canyon. So yes. they can on hear. The top of my right. lungs. All yes. being recorded. Yeah. Yes. Um, well, we'll fast forward to the end. You guys did not walk away with $50,000, nor a car. No, we got none of that. We came dang close. We finished second. The second last place. challenge was this, like, trees this like trees course, oh, ropes course yeah. in the, tr- the redwoods of Santa Cruz. No money, so many stories. No money. Yes, yes. or no. Yes or no. You guys can only say yes or no. Would you do it again? Clayton first. Yes. Adam. Yes. Okay, Ford Focus Rally, <laughs> if you're listening. Yeah. Um, the stories are so, so funny. Yeah, yeah. it was super fun. My oh. mom is going to be thrilled about this episode. This is a particular sure. request that she had. Yeah, thanks again for coming on, Bones. Yeah. Thank you for having me. For the No Joke Podcast, I am Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustig. Today's topic was the Ford Focus Rally America, <laughs> and our guest was Clayton Early. Thanks for listening to No Joke Podcast. We will talk to you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.